The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, To you who hear, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other one as well. And from the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from the one who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. For if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But rather, love your enemies and do good to them and lend expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High. For he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as also your father is merciful. Stop judging and you will not be judged. Stop condemning and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and gifts will be given to you. A good measure packed together, shaken down and overflowing will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. We have some very beautiful readings today. And in light of today's saint, too, St. Peter Claver, we are certainly being challenged and invited to grow in mercy today. It's not easy. We like to talk about divine mercy. I love, you know, being an apostle of divine mercy, at least thinking of myself as one, and promoting devotion to divine mercy. But today, the rubber meets the road in a violent way. Well, maybe not in a violent way, but in a way that really does shake us up. I mean, if you're not shaken by today's gospel, I don't know what will shake you because it's really demanding. It's really challenging. It is not easy. I would say it's even impossible really for man because what Jesus is proposing to us is in no way a natural reaction. And I think we really need to pause and remind ourselves of that. What Jesus just described in the gospel is in no way natural. In other words, it's not a human way of behaving in any way, shape, or form. And, and that's why it's so jarring. Because you ask yourself, well, who lives like that? Well, the saints. <laughs> Absolutely. And this is Luke chapter 6. So this is in the context of the Sermon on the Mount. And if we look at Matthew's version, 
it's translated as be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. But here in Luke's gospel, it's translated be merciful just as also your father is merciful. Isn't that interesting? How it comes out a little bit differently. I think what we can deduce from that is in God's eyes, perfection equals mercy. Perfection in God's eyes equals being merciful. Just as he is merciful. And he is God. He is divine, right? He is the source of all grace in the universe. And so I think really he's inviting us today to really turn to him, the fountain of mercy, and to receive from him this kind of love, this kind of mercy. And we really have to receive it first and foremost for ourselves, dear sisters. And we have to put aside all the excuses that we all make, including myself, you know, put aside all the excuses and just really come before the Lord in all humility, in all transparency, and recognize that I need to be forgiven. I need to be healed. I am broken inside. There's no way I can love like this because I'm just a human being. And then the Lord will respond, but I've made you a new creation. You are new women of the kingdom. You are now daughters of God in the order of grace. Your story is sacred now. Your life story is sacred and it's, it's being transformed. Your minds are being renewed. Your hearts are being healed. Your bodies are being restored. Your relationships are being restored, especially the relationship with me. But the relationship that you have with yourself, with your family and friends, and, and yes, even with the stranger on the street. Let's face it, sometimes it's easier to be nice to those people, right, that we don't even know because they haven't hurt us yet. Sometimes it's really hard to be very patient and understanding with the people you live with, with the people you sleep with, right? <laughs> because you, you got some, some history there, right? And that can be hurtful, absolutely. God knows that. But here is Jesus who has been wounded and hurt by us over and over and over again. And yet, what does he do? How does Jesus respond to us? He just keeps giving himself to us over and over and over again. He doesn't hold anything back. He doesn't say, I'm not going to that one. She doesn't even thank me. She never remembers me. She walks out of here and never thinks of me again all week long. I know that's not true of any of you, right? But how many people, you know, give very little time or thought or attention 
to our Heavenly Father and our Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And yet, they are literally pouring themselves out, thirsting for some kind of encounter, thirsting for an opportunity to bless. And I think that's where we come in. That's where we come in. And that's how we draw today's saint and that opening uh, entrance antiphon where we were reminded, whatever you do to one of the least of my brethren, you did it for me. So as Jesus draws us in and as we have these encounters with the living God, as we are forgiven, as we are healed, as we are loved on by God, he's really counting on us to go out and to be Jesus, <laughs> to be other Christs for our family members and for our community, our parishes, wherever it might be, wherever it might be. Because let's face it, we here in this chapel have been very blessed. I'm sure we've all had our trials and tribulations and struggles and we're all still on a journey, that's for sure. That is for sure. But I think God today is inviting us to appreciate even more how good he is and how patient he has been. And he wants to give us a new outpouring, a fresh outpouring of patience and mercy. So we can see and love in others what Jesus sees and loves in them and be his instruments of peace, his apostles of mercy. But to do that, dear sisters, we have to really press into his heart, his sacred heart, and the immaculate heart of Mary. Imagine being Mary at the foot of the cross. You're all... You're all moms, you know, and there's your son being crucified by his own people and by the government. And yet she stands there with absolutely no bitterness or resentment or hatred. Wow. I invite you as women <laughs> to talk to Mary about that. And ask Mary, ask me, and I, I as a priest, right, I need to ask Mary to help me with that. <clears throat> because it's very easy for bitterness and resentment to take root in our hearts. Not all over, but even in little places. Let's ask Mother Mary, Jesus, and today, St. Peter Claver, to root out the resentment and the bitterness out of the garden of our hearts and to replace those weeds with new flowers, with new virtue. Again, it's a work of grace. We need to cooperate, yes, but we can think of Jesus as the divine gardener. 
Jesus, come and weed my garden. And do you know how a garden is weeded? It's not easy. <laughs> it takes work. It takes sweat. And it's the thorns, right? It's the thorns that pierce us that ultimately weed our hearts. So those who have suffered, and we've all suffered, right? But it's a grace to suffer well and to grow, to grow from the experience of mistreatment and misunderstanding. And I think we've all been a little misunderstood at times in the recent past. And I think the Lord is really wanting us to benefit from this experience and not to be resentful or bitter or judgmental or self-righteous. Do we have a right to complain? Sure. Do we have something to complain about? Sure. Did Jesus have anything to complain about? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So Lord Jesus, help us. Help us, Lord, because this is not easy. This is real work that only you can accomplish. And so we just want to say, here we are. Here we are, Lord. Have your way. Have your way with us and make us more like you, Jesus, meek and humble of heart. Make our hearts more like yours. Amen. Amen.